Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. We can't ignore the topic about AI. Almost all podcasts related to this topic. It doesn't matter what kind of content or marketing we use, SEO, digital marketing, writing. So it's important to consider AI because it can help to save time and even money. So I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Ekta Swankar. How are you? Hi, I'm good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. Can you tell for our audience how to pronounce the right way your second name because I'm Ukrainian? Yeah, no worries. Okay, so my name is Ekta Swankar. Okay, Ekta, before we start, just tell more about your self-experience background and why you pay so much attention to writing. Okay, so I am Ekta Swankar. I have been writing. I offer my SEO writing services to business and SaaS and marketing companies. I have been doing this for around uh, one and a half years. And uh, I started writing because I uh, I was extremely interested in reading. So that's how I started uh, reading books and then writing reviews. And then that's how I learned about blogging and stuff. So uh, my first blog, it was a book blog that uh, got me started into blogging. And from there, I started uh, learning about SEO, and that's how I got into writing. Nice, nice. Love it, love it. Okay, uh, my first question about writing something new. You know, the main problem that I see with AI is that uh, ChatGPT or any other similar tools are the best rewriting tools. Rewriting, nothing new, nothing special, just rewriting. Okay, grammar is good. Uh, looks good. Uh, you can ask about any uh, format, friendly, official. Uh, it depends. So, but in the end, it's a only rewriting tool. Can you tell how to use AI today in the correct way? I mean, like if we are going to rank our websites, it's important to provide something new, to be specific, to share value. So, uh, for me. Generic content is not value. Any insights about that, how to do it right? Yeah, I can understand that. Um, first of all, that AI introduction in this all writing space is uh, very new. So we cannot like completely depend on AI to create content. Um, I think it's also important to understand that AI and tools, we can just only use them to create uh, difficult work that we find uh, boring. For example, we cannot depend on them to create um, leader-based content or like opinionated content. Please create very generic content. So uh, my best advice to create uh, uh, high quality content is to rely on your experiences, rely on yourself and uh, use ChatGPT to create like the base structure. For example, so far I have used ChatGPT to come up with uh, content ideas and to create uh, base outlines. ChatGPT is wonderful in creating outlines. I have used it to, like, I always start my writing process uh, with uh, creating an outline for uh, using ChatGPT. And then I use search and analysis and my research to further develop it. So I think we shouldn't, uh, like, completely rely on ChatGPT to create a full-fledged article. I think it uh, still needs a lot of development and that and of course we cannot add human emotions and personality using ChatGPT. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting about outlining. And can you tell your prompts how to uh, ask about the right outlining? Because, you know, um, the main problem that I can see with uh, ChatGPT that everyone can use, use it today. You know, 100 million users can generate text with AI, including uh, to get this uh, outlines, subheadings, uh, call them. So, uh, but, but once I uh, found a tweet when Elon Musk uh, asked ChatGPT, uh very specific question you know with a lot of details uh interesting voice uh and he got a unique answer so it's possible to use it in the right way if you are specific as possible if you ask the right question it's not like for example write an article how to lose weight or how to learn uh, french yeah you need to be more specific your tips, how you get these outlines for your text. Yeah, right. You are right. Actually, I what I've found so far is that the more you feed ChatGPT, the better answers is create. So, for example, suppose we want to create a blog post. So, we cannot just ask it to create a blog post directly. I think uh, it works better if we tell, him, tell the tool uh, who the target audience is, what is the angle we are trying to create with the article, and uh, what should we uh, put in the article uh, so that uh, suppose we are uh, if we are asking uh, writing the article for uh, to promote a product so we should uh, write the article in a way that it uh, we should uh, yeah in a way that it promotes the product also so uh, during my writing process i have always included uh, the target audience and the angle that i am going to write uh, the article in and also the style like uh, what type of content i'm trying to produce like for example my writing style is always casual i don't include funny words but uh, it's a bit of humor if i could include so i always ask chat to to gpt to include a bit of humor if that's possible mm-hmm. yeah interesting uh you know uh, i i opened your linkedin profile because i yeah. like opening LinkedIn profiles and I found that you uh, pay more attention to SaaS companies, B2B. Can you tell what is the main difference between uh, B2C, B2B, uh, especially SaaS? Because uh, many businesses are on this place and uh, how to write text that will help more customers in SaaS uh, sphere? Okay, so uh, B2, yeah, my, my main services are focused towards SaaS companies in the B2B sector. B2B basically uh, businesses selling their products or services to other businesses. The main uh, domain I work in is SaaS. So uh, my experience is with working with companies that sell their products or services to another businesses. For example, uh, I have a client. They sell their online course hosting platform to other course creators. So the main difference between B2B and B2C is this, the the consumer side uh, in the B2C are normal people, but uh, in B2B, there are other business owners. And uh, when you talk about this, like I read some interesting stuff online, like in B2B, more than 50% of people, they depend online, they search online. Uh, before buying products and services. So 
if you see then content marketing becomes extremely important in that case because more, uh, more than half of people are relying on online content to on for, before their buying processes so i think uh, creating a valuable content in the saas sector becomes extremely important and so yeah if we can relate it to chat gpt gpt and ai we cannot depend solely on these tools to create valuable content in that case mhm uh ekta i have the question about how to learn readers before uh creating draft copy uh, writing an article any website page because you know for example my son he hates yeah. reading anything so yeah let's skip this example because he loves only playing soccer uh but i found my wife and me we have different uh loving books uh, different loving articles uh so uh because they're different you know so uh, and yeah. um, people are different it's not only my wife uh, and me about uh people have different interests uh, age uh, sex anything so can you tell how to learn readers before writing text yeah so as you said everyone is different but when it uh, comes about comparing b2b and b2c buyers there's a big difference like b2b buyers they depend extremely on on online content because that's the uh, only information they have but uh, when we talk about uh, b2c client, uh, customers uh, they have many sources to learn about like for, they can refer to their friends they can ask their family members and their buying decision does not uh, extremely depend on online uh, content but uh, when when it comes about b2b uh, they are reading blog posts they are reading online comments they are reading uh, product features they are completing comparison uh, posts and they are reading review posts on sites like uh, uh, i can't remember any site right now but they are relying extremely on online content um, what i can tell is uh, how i learn my read uh, about my reader is by reading quora posts and subreddits and these are the places where people are sharing their concerns about products and services that they don't find good or what they find good so these places are great uh, to find what my audience is currently thinking and what i have also learned working with companies is that uh, talking to their customer support team uh, if you have a, a friend there you can really rely on The, uh, them to understand what the audience is currently uh, asking them for example i once asked uh, the client i'm currently working with i once asked the customer team like uh, what is the uh, questions they are getting so i once uh, figured out a very interesting content idea for my blog like um, the audience is asking for podcasts so I created a nice blog post on how to create a podcast to launch online courses. So yeah, I think talking mm-hmm. to people and understanding their problems, this is all help. Uh, these these all things help in figuring out their problems better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting, valuable. Um, let's talk about bounce rate. In, uh, you know, uh, I found. Uh yeah it's not only i found uh, <laughs> it's uh, the average data that people bounce fast you know uh it doesn't yeah. matter what kind of content 
books uh, 5% of all books people read uh, most uh, of the context are ignored uh, uh, it's the yeah. same with uh, video content on youtube 80% of people uh, bounce in the first 20 seconds you know because they're not interested uh, it's the same with website content when users open they can skip leave it forget about this brand uh, so fast and once i spoke with jim edwards uh, uh, he worked in business insider 10 years then the company was sold for 500 million dollars uh, and you know it's interesting that he started on this company from scratch and he told their success depends on creating non-boring content so they decided yeah. to create non-boring content business is boring you know uh, business development uh, finance boring we can call marketing is boring uh, but they found the way how to create non-boring content can you tell how to do it you know how to change the average data uh, from bouncing to uh, retaining audience longer until the end yeah so yes business is boring by the way but we have to try ways uh, I think uh, what have uh, what so far has worked for me is by adding images and gifs. A lot of creators adding gifs uh, and fun in the content. I'm not very great at adding jokes and all, but I try my best. And uh, what I have found is that by adding a video start, uh, in the beginning of the content piece, it really increases the uh, average read time of the page. And uh, all the simple stuff like adding... Uh, regular conversational language and uh, ensuring the sentence flows regularly. I think uh, it really depends. Uh, writing uh, really depends on uh, uh, formatting the article well. So if uh, the format of your uh, blog post is better, then uh, half of the reading can uh, be simplified by that. So ensuring the blog post is formatted well and the sentences and the structure flow naturally, the reader should be interested in reading the next line. So adding uh, simple sentences like, uh, you know, what and interesting, right? Cool, isn't it? All these things help. Mm -hmm. Yeah, interesting. Uh, Let's talk about SEO. For example, you know, uh, today, uh, if I remember correctly, two billion websites that have a lot of trillion pages, you know, uh, the endless pages, you know, and uh, according to Ahrefs, uh, that was studied like a few years ago, that 91% of all websites can't get organic reach. So most websites can't because uh, it's boring, generic. And I spoke with many webmasters who can't results, who, who can't get results for a long time because they create the same similar content that we have today. To, AI is not creative. No, AI is rewriting. So can you tell how to combine AI and uh, be creative? Because, you know, for me, creativity is key. It's like, uh, let me share a story about, uh, yeah, uh, the offer, uh, Lloyd... Uh, uh, Richards uh, wrote a book 11 years ago. Uh, he uh, couldn't sell this book for a long time. Uh, uh, nobody cared about this book. Then 
his daughter decided to post content on TikTok about this book uh, from a, a account with zero followers, but the video became viral. Uh, plus 50 million people watch this video. And today this book is bestseller on Amazon. You know, just oh, one nice. simple video change anything, you know, uh, all yeah. traction. Uh, because, uh, and I watched this video, of course, uh, I was interested uh, what kind of video. Uh, and uh, I found it's not nice looking design, but creative. It's interesting to watch. You know, I, I like the format. I like uh you know it provokes curiosity you now to uh to take this book to buy this book you know uh, can you tell about creativity if ai is not creative how to be creative how to uh provide something that others don't have yeah it's not creative. so i uh, what i have discovered so far is that uh like when we talk about SEO, the only thing that matters in uh, the ranking space is making your content unique. So you can make your content unique by making it credible and by sourcing uh, real sources uh, from people. For example, if we are writing a product review, we should uh, include uh, uh, reviews from real people who have used the product. And we are writing about a topic that requires a lot of expertise. We should reach out to people. Uh, we should reach out to subject matter experts and ask for their opinion. If we could include a video testimonial and uh, things like that. I think uh, these things uh, add more weightage to the content. And also the um, with the new uh, Google uh, algorithm updates uh, coming out, EEAT principle, if you have heard about it, E for expertise, experience, authority, and trustworthiness. The new expert uh, experience principle added. I think the author's relevancy is uh, more to add more weight to the content piece. Like if a website is releasing uh, regular content on a particular topic, the author must have a credible experience uh, uh, backing the data published on the site. Uh, yeah, that also and uh, the author must have relevant experience and they should include re uh, relevant sites and sources. All these things add uh, credibility to a content piece. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, let's talk about experience. Uh, yeah. Now, I usually count how many times you can tell uh, some words. I lost my track when you uh, <laughs> tell about experience. And... Uh, I'm interested, for example, if you have a customer uh, who wants uh, that you review uh, products, you know, and uh, can you tell uh, how you can do it if you have no experience with these specific products? Do you use your uh, experience that you got during the way to write and um, uh, how you can provide your experience to write about another product that uh, new for you? Uh, when it uh, when we are talking about product reviews, I think the best way to gain experience is by using the product first of all. So uh, most of all, most of all tools online they offer a free trial. So my best advice is to use the product for a few days, try all the features, see how things work out, what you like, what you don't like, uh, collect all the things that you like and include that in your article. I think that's how you will be able to provide a more uh, relevant content. And uh, 
yeah uh, other than that we could also source uh, reviews from other people like uh, reading product uh, reviews on if it if the product is listed on uh, this uh, chrome web store for example we can source reviews from people who have used it so far and we could include that too mhm yeah great great uh actor let's talk about content strategy can you tell for example if you have a customer who wants uh to create articles for 100 topics you know i i see this common issue when uh websites create content plan uh content plan with a lot of topics more than having resources because today uh quality is more important than quantity it, it's hard to write 100 topics uh so can you tell how to choose priorities if you have a huge list of topics uh all of them relate to buying persona to unique selling proposition but in the end we need to choose priorities uh considering our resources any insights about that uh so uh, if it's a website starting uh, starting their blog uh, recently i would uh, always recommend to publish a guide post first so for example if the list of topics that you asked for include a lot of how to tutorial posts so i would always prefer uh, publishing a few how to posts then it depends on the customer reviews and uh, uh, the company i work uh, with uh, they generally conduct uh, regular customer interviews so that's how we collect most of our topics and yeah always uh, looking out for new trends what the customers commented on the post and what they responded to our in email list all these things help us uh, find new ideas to publish on our blog mhm uh let's talk about how to improve writing skills you know uh, i see when you know sometimes we need to write uh, even uh, you know uh, for example i can't ask uh, uh writers to do all jobs uh, so sometimes uh, we have own experience but many companies have no experience with writing when i tell them you need to create content uh, uh and uh, i usually get reply uh, competition is huge i need to pay attention to uh, this competition to update innovate my existing products uh, anyway can you tell your methods how to improve writing skills uh, for example if you started from scratch what would you do to uh, improve your skills okay so if someone is starting from scratch they should first read read a lot a lot of books and whatever online content you want to replicate uh, suppose if someone wants to uh, master writing blog posts then they should read blog posts whatever industry they are in they should read the blog post in that industry and once they start uh, reading they should uh, regularly develop a habit of uh, writing at least 500 words daily that's exactly what i did when i started when i was uh, starting with write publishing book reviews i was reading a lot of them and i was writing a lot of them so that's how i developed a basic skill so i would recommend uh, reading and writing Mhm yeah you remind me uh Stephen King he told uh two ways how to improve writing skills read a lot and write a lot that's it you know <laughs> not in special so <laughs> no yeah. but uh, it works yeah agree agree okay uh i'm interested how to add 
keywords to the content. Uh, Google denies you don't need to add keywords just write for a human being. Yeah, that's okay. I think it's important to write for a human being. But uh, Google scans text to find keywords to relate to uh, uh, keywords that people are looking for in the search results. So can you tell how to do it right if we need to add keywords for a human being, but don't forget about search engines? Yeah, I think uh, we don't really need to include keywords in the content. Like you might have heard about it uh, in the previous uh, few years, we have learned that include a keyword at least one uh, two hundred words back to back. But that's not necessary now. We don't have to rely on keyword density anymore. I think uh, what you really need to do is really write for a human. And use the keyword in a certain right places. For example, in the title tag of the blog post, in the URL of the article, in the first few sentences, you should include it uh, just to let the search bots know what the content piece is about. And that's it. I think we could also include it in a uh, subheading tag. But other than that, we don't really have to worry about including the keyword throughout the text or uh, stuff like that because I don't think that's relevant anymore. You should just uh, think about writing the content piece better for humans, for the readers, uh, because uh, adding too many keywords can also uh, disturb the reading frequency and it can uh, affect the readability a lot, uh, which Google obviously does not want. Google wants to provide the best ever experience to their users. So. Okay, I think we lost connection for some time, but right now it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I can. Yeah, yeah, uh, we got it back. And Hector, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, Chat GPT. Uh, yeah. Can you tell your loving ways how to use this tool? Because uh, you know some writers can feel that AI is a competitor. <laughs> for me, you know AI, yeah. it's more like. Uh, helper no when i can use ai for example writing assistant yeah uh, i love uh, writing but i usually edit on chat gpt so uh, oh, because nice. for me editing is great i can translate text on chat gpt but i usually don't uh, create new content with chat gpt because uh, uh, it's not nothing new just rewriting uh, tell your ways how you use chat gpt today Okay, so uh, I have been experimenting with ChatGPT a lot. So far, I have used to uh, used it to first of all, I use it to brainstorm ideas. Like I have recently started being active on active on LinkedIn, so I use it to produce many content ideas. I think it's a great uh, brainstorming tool. First of all, you can put one idea and uh, get many uh, content ideas based on different angles. First of all, I uh, use it for brainstorming. Then I use it to write a uh, creative hooks, uh, like subject headlines and blog post titles. I think it does a great job at that too. It can come up with many variations. And the third thing I do uh, with ChatGPT is a uh, sentence generation. Uh, you know, the writer's block, we hit it many times. Uh, for uh, There have been many uh, instances when I cannot just get a sentence right. So I use ChatGPT to create some great uh, sentences. And then uh, based on that, I create uh, uh, my sentences, my versions. 
so yeah it helps me uh, avoid the writer's block and the fourth one that i have been trying to use it for is um, fixing a few grammar errors like it can pick out a missing commas and missing uh, 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 adjectives and uh, pronouns and stuff so yeah these are the four ways i have been using it so far nice yeah it's edited yeah. <laughs> so you yeah. edit as well and you know it's interesting you know i also use chat gpt when i can't construct my thoughts so i have some mess but i can ask please help me with my mess uh, here what uh, i'm trying to say so yeah you can get yeah. <laughs> such a result and uh, this tool is great with uh, writing uh, headlines subheadings you know so yeah, if you're not creative on this yeah yeah <laughs> okay uh, can you tell common mistakes that people have by using chat gpt today uh, or any uh, other ai tools and how to find a much better way i think uh, i cannot pick out the common mistakes uh, because i don't know how people are using it currently but i think the better way to use it to add more context to your question and uh, the best uh, feature chat gpt has given us uh, compared to the other ai tools is that it can work on the uh, information you provide it so uh, like uh, if you want a better responses you have to give a better context to your question like this said in our first few questions like if you want a specific type of article uh, outline written by chat gpt you have to tell it uh, about the target audience what type of style and tone you are using uh, for example the more information you give the more an- better answer it will create for you mhm yeah yeah i, I think yeah. so yeah uh Let's talk about the future. You know, some content creators, writers can feel that AI is threat. So, uh, possible that AI will replace all writers. Do you have this feeling that uh, in some time uh, your customers can tell no way, uh, I don't need human writing, I can do it everything with AI. So, any thoughts what kind of future will be? yeah i i have been seeing a few examples where people are already saying that they they can use ai to create content they don't need writers but uh, as far as i'm concerned about people who worry about quality and providing value and really uh, showing the uh, emotion to their target audience no i don't think they would uh, solely rely on ai to create content like they might use it for a few uh, in a few segments like uh, talking to audience uh, there there are some ais that are like uh, chat bots and uh, they would use stuff like that to come up with uh, the pain points their audience is struggling and uh, creating surveys and getting responses but i don't think they would solely rely on ai to create the entire campaigns or the entire blog content so yeah I yeah. am not worried about it, uh, but you cannot say for sure. Like, let's see how uh, how improved the AI gets in the future. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. You know, because uh, uh, we need to be creative. AI is not ready yet to yeah. replace writers, yeah. but if you get this feeling, uh, because it's only the beginning of this journey. 
AI journey. Right. Uh, and uh, I think AI will surprise a lot in the future. Yeah. But, uh, I, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of future will be. People can adapt to this future. No, because for me, AI like a tractor. You know, when farmers got tractor uh, and they felt, oh, we can lose uh, jobs because of this tractor. We, we, do, we can't dig anymore. But uh, after that, they started to learn how to use tractor, you know, how to drive. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's the same with AI. So if AI can write better than human being, then uh, uh, in the end, we need to manage how it works. We need to set up the right commands. We need to proofread, to edit everything that we got with AI. So it doesn't matter what kind of future will be. AI will replace writers or not. We can change our uh, directions to be to become editors, controllers, uh, managers. So yeah, but that's great to have this technology that can help a lot. And uh, I have the question about SEO. what you what do you think about SEO today? Because you know it's not like to uh, create content and get links. Uh, today uh, SEO is a complex mechanism, and I found some content creators get awesome SEO traffic, but don't know a lot about SEO. Uh, I spoke with them, and I found they care a lot about human being. And Google cares about human being as well. So uh, if Google can feel that uh, context uh, is much better than existing, uh, all uh, these algorithms concern about uh, satisfying user intent. Uh, And um, today it's hard to know how SEO works. It's hard to uh, even to get uh, 18% of all these updates because Google uh, is updating seven times, 7,000 times a year. It's a lot, you know. And uh, uh, can yeah. you tell how to learn SEO today? For example, you like writing. That's great. For me, writing and texting is the most important element in uh, yeah. website content. And uh, SEO can't go ahead without great writing. But... Anyway, we need to understand SEO as well. So tell your thoughts how to learn SEO uh, to get great results. Okay, so if anyone is starting SEO, like now from the beginning, uh, my best suggestion would be to uh, start experimenting by yourself. Uh, That's exactly how I started. I started a blog and I started using SEOs, the simple SEO strategies that I learned from other bloggers into my blog. I tried them. I learned how far you can uh, try basic strategies like changing a blog title, for example. And you cannot scale your efforts uh, as a one person. So what really helps is uh, getting client work. For example, once you have a website uh, that you have uh, produced uh, mediocre level results only, you can showcase it to other clients to show it as your proof of work. And you can then get clients and work on improving SEO on a larger scale. And uh, you can work with SEO teams and learn from them. You can gain their experiences and running big level SEO campaigns, I think that works better and that's how you scale faster. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. And uh, I have the final question about uh, your uh, SEO writing skills. Uh, can you, for example, if we summarize all our conversation, uh, yeah. uh, can you tell one thing that all webmasters need to do today? For example, if they can't do all your valuable insights because you share a lot, of them so you can you uh lead me in the emergency room you know when i need to consume all of them but uh in the end one thing that all websites need to do uh, according to your experience i think uh, one thing that all websites needs to do is uh, publish content but do not focus on quantity i think they should mm-hmm. focus on quality Uh, by quality, I mean answering questions that their target audience is currently struggling with. So the best way to figure out those questions is by asking them directly. I think a one-to-one conversation with customers works the best when you figure out their struggles and their pain points uh, by asking them directly. And you can also conduct surveys and just uh, use all these ways to find questions that they have. I think they should not uh, rely on keywords with high search volume. They should just uh, try to answer questions their audience is struggling with. That's the best way to produce content, I think. And that is how they can improve their blog quality and engagement rate and keep their readers longer on their blog. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice, great. Ekta, uh, it's a big pleasure to get on my show, to learn from you. Tell our audience the best way how to keep learning from you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you. Okay, so um, I, I am getting extremely active on LinkedIn these days, so you guys can follow me on LinkedIn. Other than that, I have a website, itasw.com. You can find me there. Not... Okay, guys, you can find all these links in the description below. Listen us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure. Love all your valuable Thank insights. You guys, you need to follow Acta because you can see a lot of value. And thanks, guys, for listening and watching us. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.